0: Well, well, well. Massive news today in the cryptocurrency markets as another major company is buying Bitcoin, buying Ethereum with their cash reserves because they know the dollar's going down the toilet to zero and that crypto is only going to go up. Wise move. We'll be talking about that. We also have big Ethereum layer 2 news. We're diving into the Bitcoin scene. What is going on right now with Bitcoin ETF inflows and outflows? and much more, of course, answering your questions in the second half of the stream. So we'll try to blast through the news here and then get into the fun bits, answering your questions, chatting shop, man, talking crypto. I love it. You love it. Stick around. It's going to be a good time. And of course, shout out to iTrust for sponsoring today's live stream. More on that in a few minutes. So so let's dive straight into the news here. Reddit, Reddit, they're doing their IPO valued at $10 billion very, very soon. Going to be one of the big IPOs of the year well here's an interesting thing they are using their excess cash reserves to buy bitcoin and ethereum i dig it i dig it that's great news man's massive news now is this going to kick start a new run of u.s companies aping into bitcoin and ethereum facebook's next apple's next google's next Amazon's next. All the big tech giants are going to ape in and bring in billions and billions of dollars. Probably not. (laughs) Probably not. But hey, one of these days, I do have faith that like Zuckerberg's going to wake up and be like, should we a billion bucks in Bitcoin, man? One of these days. Maybe Tim Cook has a sudden realization like, hey, we don't need $200 billion in cash or whatever Apple's sitting on right now. These top like 10 companies are sitting on gargantuan piles of cash why wouldn't they just put just a cool billion into Bitcoin? Look what Michael Saylor's done. Michael Saylor is up like a hundred percent almost or a 75, 80% on his Bitcoin purchases right now. It's wild man. And of course, Reddit's not the only one in on the game, but it is pretty exciting to see Reddit. Hey, shout out to Reddit. We all love going over to the cesspool. that is Reddit from time to time playing around there. Anyway, it's pretty interesting to see another company choosing to get out rid right of their cash and to go into crypto. Now, we've seen a few big announcements like this recently. For example, we had this one, Hong Kong gaming company, Boya Interactive, seeks to buy $100 million in crypto to boost the strategy. We covered that at the time. Wasn't really big news, not a lot of people reported on it, but it, this is the kind of news that had it happen in 2017, would have blown everyone's minds out of the water. Be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this company's buying $100 million of the crypto, blah. Now it's like, yeah, okay. Another company buying crypto. You know, compare this to the Reddit news. Really, really big news too. But we all know Reddit's more of a household name compared to Boya Interactive. What the heck is that, man? Anyway, they're buying $100 million of crypto. That's who they are. Hey, OnlyFans. (laughs) Fans of OnlyFans. Guess what? OnlyFans bought 20 million bucks for Ethereum back in 2022. Now, I'm not sure what their entry price was, but they're likely up quite a bit. I mean, hey... Apparently, uh Ethereum Bears are also getting screwed over at OnlyFans, huh? Huh? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Any anyway. Look, as a corporate strategy for companies, it makes sense to take some of that cash if you're not putting it somewhere that's going to be really useful. If you're not putting it into another company or something like this, if you're just sitting on a giant mountain of cash, you're losing money. Like some of these big tech companies, I know they have so much money they don't even care, but man. Anyway, hey, interesting news, by the way, U.S. has achieved its first moon landing in a half century with a private spacecraft. So a private American company, not the U.S. government, of course, put a spacecraft on the moon. Who that bad boy. There we go. We're going back to the moon, guys. Woo. Or are we going for the first time? No, anyway, (laughs) This this is pretty. Hey, just the fun news. Okay, fun. Let's have fun here. Look is it any coincidence that we're literally going back to the moon in the Chinese year of the dragon? The word for dragon in Chinese is long, long Bitcoin year of the dragon. We're going to the moon. The stars are aligning. It's here. It's happening. What's going on? (laughs) I love it. I love it. You love it. Hey, congratulations to that company for getting back up to the moon, man. I think a Japanese company, Did it very recently, an Indian company did it very recently, of course, as well. So exciting to see people taking an interest in space travel again. We need to be an interplanetary species. We need to get cities on Mars. We need to explore our damn solar system. Man, come on. Okay, Bitcoin. Bitcoin is still stuck in a range. But look at this right here. This is a pay attention to this signal. Not saying the price is going to go down dramatically or anything, but this is something worth taking note of here. We have a bearish crossover threatening right now on the MACD. So, unless we get a decent price rally, then we are going to get a bearish crossover on that. Now, a bearish crossover, just to be clear, doesn't mean the price is immediately going to go down 20, 30% or something like that. But what it does mean, momentum is flagging in the market, as of course you can see from the charts here. I mean, we've had just sideways price action. The price has not moved more than $2,500 up or down in the past eight, nine, 10 days at this point. Okay. Sideways market. Sideways market. Not a lot of excitement right now around Bitcoin. Small coins are doing some things. That's exciting. We're excited about that. But Bitcoin now threatening this. Now, to be clear, if we do get the bear crossover confirmed, All it takes is one little news story to pump us back up. One strong positive day of inflows for a Bitcoin ETF product to pump us back up. But generally, when we see a bearish cross happening after a major run-up like that over the zero line, it does tend to indicate a bit more bearish sentiment, we can say, coming back short-term into the market. That doesn't mean that... Price is gonna go down 30, 40, 50%. We might get a 10% dip. We might get no dip at all. Again, very news-driven market right now. We could see an easy pump, which quickly invalidates the potential signal here. But I'm just sharing this with you. I'm sharing with what you, what I see. You have to make your own decisions, of course. We're all big boys and girls out here who can make our own decisions about financial markets, right? Never financial advice here. Just, we're talking about crypto, we're sharing opinions, we're having a good time. Crypto's risky, you can lose all your money. And of course, if you wanna see what I have in my portfolio. You can find the risk statement as well as my portfolio disclosures in the description on YouTube or in the pin to comment on X. Anyway, there's the Bitcoin charts for today. Not a lot to report except the MACD We're watching that. See how that plays out early next week. Now here's what's going on with the Bitcoin ETFs. Bitcoin Archive reporting here that the Bitcoin ETF products had their first net outflow in 17 trading days. And it looks as though today's been about the same. So we had $35 million out yesterday. Uh, I think we, I haven't seen the total final numbers, but it looks as if the uh, outflow numbers for today were around 40 or $50 million, something like that. So not huge amounts by any means. So it is what it is, but it's worth keeping in mind here, okay, that... Not every day is going to see half a billion dollars of inflows. Okay, we have grayscale money still exiting. Grayscale money has slowed down exiting the market. We're only seeing 40, 50, 60 million dollars a day coming out of grayscale. Money is still consistently exiting grayscale. Okay, no one's putting their money back into grayscale. Why'd you do that? Be crazy. So, money continually exiting grayscale. We haven't seen any big inflows in the last few days. Now, that can change like that. Next week, we could have. Somebody put in the phone call. Suddenly, somebody wants to buy a billion bucks for the Bitcoin. This is what happens. And then we have a huge inflow week next week. So these are things to keep in mind, okay? The inflows are not a static thing where it's only going up forever. It's a one-directional thing. So this is something to keep in mind, all right? Hopefully, we see some good inflows next week, but we'll be watching that. Titan of Crypto here pointing out. We are entering phase two of the bull run. He says this is the monthly William uh, percent is reaching the top dotted line. When it occurred in previous cycles, Bitcoin was on the verge of entering its second phase of the bull market, aka a major markup period. So back in 2017, it happened right at the end of 2016's uh, year. So 2017 bull run, right then in 2016 or. So right around the start of 2017. We can see back here in 2020 as well, which basically had about a year from each time this signal has flashed until the high prices come in for the market. Hey, take for what take it for what you will. Okay. Grain of salt for all indicators, obviously. Crypto Hunter. He says, I can't believe it, but I'm actually starting to believe in the left translated cycle theory on Bitcoin we've never been this high up relative to a previous cycle high prior to a halving. He says, I'm totally game for a bull market top in Q2, Q3, 2025, but man, this would be even more insane. People coping for deeper pullbacks all the way up and never getting more than a 20% dip as institutions infinitely bid and rake in fees. Now that would be in in an interesting way, almost a a max pain situation (laughs) in a way for people in the market if we actually topped out at the end of 2024 and not into 2025 if we had an earlier market peak and then went down not saying it's going to happen it's a it's a theory that's being shared right now and a theory is just a theory you have to keep this in mind I remember having this this debate with one of my buddies one time we were talking about uh the big bang theory and he was saying like no no this is definitely 100% the way it's It is, and this is the fact, and anything else is completely bullshit. i like, well, what about the other 10 theories? I know that's the most commonly accepted theory. What about the other 10 theories? There's always different theories about how things are going to play out. Some of them are more accepted than others. That's the point here. Some of them are more accepted than others. Some of them are more fringe. This left-translated cycle theory is one that's getting a lot more play at the moment, but it might just be one of those early bull market things where everybody's in this still state of disbelief not going to play out like it's played out previously 2025 it's not going to happen 2025 is going to be a bad year 2024 is the year we're going to run it up giga fast and then dump it down giga hard which could happen i am you know not an oracle in these markets no one else is either no one really knows what's going to happen we just have our theories but that's an interesting theory it's one we'll keep in mind as we go throughout the year hey here's an interesting thing as well so this bitcoin minor net position change shared by bitcoin Munger. he says Bitcoin miners have been the most aggressive sellers in 2024 and likely the main cause of sell pressure since the ETF launch course plus Grayscale, obviously. They've been huge sellers over the past month. We're seeing big numbers coming out from miners getting sold on the market. Miners sell into strength. And of course, miners trying to take profits before the Bitcoin halving comes. He says, good news is that their wallet balances are approaching historical lows now. We should see the selling abating soon. Uh, abating. Yeah, but he's mastered that anyway. <laughs> and see them accumulating the coins again soon. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, there you go. Thank you for what you will. Miners have been selling, but they only have so much Bitcoin that they can sell at any time. And that that's mining. Seller pressure is selling, uh, slowing down. Okay, so want to give a quick shout out as well to the Pantera guys who gave a nice Bitcoin cycle prediction a little while back. They said that, well, their idea is that we're going to see a high price for Bitcoin sometime in late 2025. They say August 2025 is their prediction for $147,843. Uh, Bitcoin, okay, very, very specific prediction. We've shared the prediction before. I like it. It kind of lined up with my 150K approximate number with the ETF inflows and all the other hype going on. Hey, we could see maybe 200K, which as we've discussed is gonna line up with the 3.618 Fibonacci line, which is kind of where we got to in the last cycle for peak high price. Maybe, okay, things to consider here, right? What's interesting though is that as they say, they are, the price is currently 60% above their original forecast. Does that mean we're going to get 60% above at the highs as well? And if so, that's 200K, guys. Interesting numbers. So keep the faith. Doesn't matter what happens in the short term. Miners are going to sell. Grayscale is going to sell. Whatever. Numbers going higher. Whether that's earlier or later, whether that's left-translated cycle, we just play out exactly as we have in previous cycles, and we end sometime within a month of November 28th, either to the early or to the end, as it's always happened before. We shall see. Regardless, 200K, not a number that's off the table, in my opinion. Let's keep 150 as our conservative, more realistic, grounded-in-reality number, and 200K as our, ooh, that would be nice number. A hey, real quick shout-out to the guys at iTrust for sponsoring today's stream guys want to do tax-free crypto trading you can set it up within an ira account you bring over your existing ira you can start a new ira or a 401k or other three number three letter retirement fund with them they got all the popular coins bitcoin ethereum avalanche solana and the best part is you can do a thousand trades over here and never once hit a taxable event because you've wrapped your trading within a retirement account pretty interesting, right? They also have gold and silver, real stuff through Kitco. So that's legit. And I know what you're thinking. Well, why don't I just get a Bitcoin ETF, Lark? Well, Bitcoin ETFs, one, just Bitcoin. They don't have all the other coins. And Bitcoin ETFs only trade Monday to Friday, nine to five. This is 365 days a year, 24 seven, like the actual crypto markets are. Bitcoin ETFs are Boomer market ways of getting into Bitcoin. This is a more native way of getting to Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. You can also do in kind withdrawals for your coins in the future if you want to. They are the biggest IRA provider in the crypto space. Most assets under management, most users, all that fun stuff. You can get a $100 funding bonus using the link down below in the description. Thanks to iTrust for sponsoring today's stream. So, altcoins, the real money makers in the market. Everything else is very exciting. We love the news, but Altcoin market cap is in phase E. So looking at a Wyckoff, Wyckoff sch- schematic here, potentially looking for a major markup phase going into the summer for North America. Winter for us down here in the Southern Hemisphere. Accumulation phase has ended. Price is now entering a major uptrend moment. This could be the first major wave for the cryptocurrency markets. Altcoin wise, right? Altcoins, we've had great performance. I mean, seriously, moving from where we were around a few hundred billion, we're almost, you know, double that or whatever now. It's been a big move and we've already made a lot of money, but it's only going to get bigger. We're not even back to all time highs. We're only halfway there. A lot of room left to go. A lot of room left to go. Hey, let's talk about ETH layer two stuff. Lots of big things happening in ETH layer Two. Linea's Alpha V2, which went live on mainnet, a very big upgrade. So they are now 90% less expensive using data compression and proof aggregation. Linea's actually been a pretty nice one to use. So I am regularly interacting with ZK Sync, Linea, scroll uh, now mode as well so there's my major layer two networks that i'm spending time screwing around with every week i'm bridging back and forth between them i'm doing swaps on them i'm deploying contracts uh lineas also just rolled out this which is the linea park so you go and do a bunch of tasks and stuff like that you have to do your proof of humanity thing which is kind of a pain in the butt to set up but anyway you set it up and then you got it um I have no idea if this is gonna to count towards an airdrop or not. It might, it might not. But I think, hey, well, it's worth the time to do, even though it's kind of a bit of pain in the butt to go and answer the questions and blah, 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 blah. But hey, maybe it ends up being worth my time. I've done a lot of other stuff on um, Linea, so I'd hate to miss out because I didn't do something silly like this. I've got you know 100 plus transactions on Linea and huge amounts of volume and all the rest of it. So I hope I'm well positioned for an airdrop on Linea when it happens. I think we have a very, very hyped airdrop for Layer Two. Hey, speaking of Layer Two airdrops, Starknet—the one that everyone got pissed off with because we didn't make millions of dollars on it—they <laughs> uh, are going to do another airdrop. So, they're distributing forty million Stark out to participating DeFi protocols in its upcoming program called Starknet DeFi Spring. So, there will be more money to be made on Starknet, and it's actually interesting because beyond our initial drops that we get, we tend to. A lot of us tend to, I tend to, geez, I don't know about everybody else, but I tend to kind of just leave things to the side and forget about the chain. But actually we've seen, for example, uh, Arbitrum, no Arbitrum. optimism, optimism has actually done four airdrops now. So had you got the initial airdrop and then just kept using optimism on a regular basis, you could have got three more airdrops. People were just sharing the other day about the fourth airdrop that came up and they got like $6,000 or something. It's crazy crazy man aptos as well is going to be doing a second airdrop starknet's doing a second airdrop right they want to keep people on these chains keep people doing stuff now starknet maybe screwed up a bit at the start and people may not really care they may say hey whatever you guys screwed up we're going to come back and farm these tokens anyway i think they would have kept a lot more people around had they had a better airdrop for people this whole sort of you know anybody who didn't actually have money tied up and stuff whatever we'll see how starknet plays out but uh, yeah. They're giving out more free money, basically. Hey, speaking of someone else giving out free money is Mode. Now, Mode, is they got a grant from the uh, Optimism Foundation. They're building a Layer 2, the Modular DeFi Layer 2. Anyway, these guys, you can bridge money over, do stuff like that, play around. More Layer 2 airdrops coming. Lots of Layer 2 airdrops coming. So pretty exciting to see all this stuff happening, of course. Love it. Lots of money be made this year. Airdrop farming is one of the big metas of the year. And I know it's a risk. I know testing out these new networks, you can lose all your money. I know that using bridges, you can lose your money. It's not lost on me, okay? I would never take 100% of my money and put it into airdrop farming. That would seem crazy to me. But is it something I'm willing to do with a percentage of my portfolio? Yeah, and I am. And I am. I've been doing different airdrop farm of course we're sharing those strategies all the time in the newsletter trying to give you guys the insights on what's going on and that's two places now so if we're premium subscribers in the newsletter we've got my weekly portfolio where i'm telling every little detail of things that i do with my portfolio on a weekly basis it's a lot of stuff but we're also doing right now for the free subscribers of the newsletter we're doing a ten thousand dollar to one hundred thousand dollar challenge which includes a lot of airdrop farming stuff, like we're farming Chain and a bunch of other free test nets and stuff. Because when you only have a $10,000 portfolio, you can't just use your money to farm airdrops, which you know, I've got lots of lots of ETH, for example. I can take that and use that to farm airdrops. But if you don't have a lot of cash, then you got to think of it differently. You have to find, okay, what are cheap ways that I can try to farm airdrops, try to farm layer twos, try to get on free test nets, stuff like this. And yeah, free test nets... It's problematic you tend not to get the biggest drops from a free test net but still money is to be made people do get free airdrops that can be worth a lot of money sometimes so opportunities are definitely out there for people to make money on these airdrops uh, in the cryptocurrency space and the opportunities there for you to hey by the way of course sign up to the newsletter guys it's awesome i know we're talking about the newsletter all the time but it's a damn good product and i stand by it and i think it's fantastic and i think that you'll love it i know our readers love it and i think you will too Hundred thousand people plus a week reading this bad boy you can sign up for free with the link in the description